We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Have you ever said something you wish you could take back? Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I was afraid you were going to say, no, I'm sorry. You suffer without a loan. <laughs> I am really looking forward to this conversation that we're going to have, and it is about taming our tongue. And when I was putting my mind around our BEST, just because I love organizing our conversations around that, I'm like, well, what does this fall under? And honestly, I think it falls best under E, Eucharist and other sacraments for confession, because mm -hmm. my tongue, sorry to drag you all down with me, but my tongue seems to get me in a lot of trouble. Well, and I think it's easy for us to think that it's our tongue on what we're saying, but sometimes it's what we're saying and what we're not saying. You know, like it, it can be, our tongue is a very powerful thing. And it really is a weapon that can be used for good or evil. And having the conversation brings it to the forefront. It makes us ponder what we're saying, why we're saying it, instead of just letting our mouths be this empty drum, so mm -hmm. to speak, and to be aware of what we say, how we say it, and how it affects ourselves. Mm -hmm as well as the world around us. So I'm actually really excited about this conversation. It really creates more awareness, I think, for ourselves and living in the present moment more because we have to pay attention to what we're saying. Right. I, I do love this whole idea of the internal words that we speak to ourselves or the things that we're thinking and this external, what mm -hmm. we're speaking out into the world and speaking to those around us. And I think... When we separate them, it makes it easier to think about like, where are our words coming from? What's in our hearts? What are we feeling? What is happening in our lives that will create either this positive influence in the world by using our tongue for good or the negative to really cooperate with mm -hmm. um, really Satan's plan to deceive and to divide us. And then looping back through the prayer at Mass, how in the Confidior, when we're really confessing in our thoughts and in our words, and how important our thoughts are because it translates then into words. Mm -hmm. And how many times we come into agreement with the darkness and not come into agreement with what God says about us. And we can speak those things out of our mouth. And then we're speaking not life into our life. We're speaking darkness and I can't do. Right, right. And those <laughs> internal things. So maybe let's just start there with the internal script, so to speak, that we say to ourselves. And sometimes people have planted that into our minds and it becomes our own reality, our own mantra. Oh, I'm so disorganized. Oh, I'm I'm not good at math. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was saying some of those aren't or maybe are true, but, <laughs> but we can change that. The words right. that we speak to ourselves really are powerful to allow us to become the women we really want to be. Mm -hmm. We want to be 
the women God created us to be. We want to be kind and honorable and let all things that we say be true and just and and create goodness out in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't wake up in the morning and be like, gee, I hope I really cooperate <laughs> with the darkness today. I, right. hope I really bring everybody around me down. <laughs> you know, so when we think about what kind of woman do I want to be, it starts with how we see ourselves. And I think that's a really important piece to look at that. And maybe I can start with something just that simple. I'm so disorganized because it is something that I've said, but through the woman's school that we've been really talking about these scripts of instead I can say, I'm a woman who loves order Mm -hmm. and it brings me peace because that is true. That is true. Right. And I I was going to actually comment on that too. I think you and I have been on this journey for a little over a year with the women's school and we've been working on ourselves, you know, we've been really taking inventory and taking stock of different aspects of our lives. And I would agree with you. I was speaking, not, not death into my life, but I was speaking chaos really into my life. And when I, an example of that, well, okay. Um, okay. Well, I, I think I was living off this lie that my days really shouldn't be ordered because I really wouldn't be living by the spirit, you know? And so, but what was really happening is I was doing nothing I should have been doing, you know, like, yes, there were probably moments of grace, like weaved in there. But when I started to recognize what what dream was inside of me and how I wanted to live my life and that I wanted order and I wanted to start baking, I, I, these dreams that I had, I knew that I had to organize my life in order to see the fruit of that. That's beautiful. So speak, So give us an example of something that you had to kind of rewire your brain because it is in our minds. What we say to ourselves becomes our reality. Right. And so give give me an example. Well, I know it may sound silly to you now to <laughs> share it, but, but in I, the context. Yeah, it does sound silly, but I will share with just you. Haha. Ha. <laughs> um, no, I mean, really like getting out of bed in the morning, I literally have to say to myself, I am a woman who loves consistency and order. I am a woman of consistency. I'm a woman of order and routine. Like I have to tell myself those things because really what I am in the moment is I'm a woman who wants to go back to sleep, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So I have to remind myself, no, I really crave this and I don't want nine o'clock to roll around and I've done nothing that set my day up for success. I love that. And that internal voice, the way we speak to ourselves Mm -hmm. and that translates into your action. So that's something that maybe everyone can ponder. What is it that you want for your day? Something really intentional. What do you want? And it starts with a day that becomes a week, that becomes a month, that becomes the year. Who do I want to be? What is it that I want to accomplish? What am I dreaming? How am I going to accomplish that? And I want to be a woman of intention, not reaction to what's happening around me. I mm-hmm. want to be intentional to accomplish the things that God has created me to do right. ultimately. And, and I think that's where the lie was a little bit, because when we are doing what we are created to be doing, and when we are living a life of order and a life of routine, and it makes me think of A Mother's Rule of Life, which was one of my favorite books, um, then we are more open to the moments of grace than we would be if we were always chasing our tail. 
which a lot of times I'm like, why is it 4.30 and I'm just not going to the store to get dinner? Right. If your if your dream is to have a family that is ordered and you have a healthy meal on the table at night and you're not pulling your hair out and you're not going through a drive through, that starts way back into our mind of I can accomplish these things. God will give me the time to accomplish what I need to. But we have to put routines in and right. discipline in in order to make those things happen. We can't just wish them to be so. Right. Or speak negativity like, I just don't have time to make that meal and I'm exhausted. And because that negativity does mean then I'm exhausted and I'm not going to make that right, meal. Right, right. And, and those things happen. What I love about creating the order and routine and those thoughts and having really those scripts to say to myself, it gets me back on track. So if I have a day where it's a little more chaotic than normal, mm -hmm. I, I know where to go back to. I know where to begin again the next day. I love that. And that goes then back to, for me, truth. Mm -hmm. Speaking truth to ourselves, knowing God's truth. Because if we don't know what's true, we will believe the lie. Mm -hmm. And Satan is the great deceiver. He wants us to think negatively about ourselves, then that translates thinking negatively about others in the world around us. And so we want to kind of rewire our brains. And really, I think the best way to start this too, is to get into the word of God that mm -hmm. is life, that is alive, and to know his promises and to be able to, when, when our world around us is crumbling or when we're feeling really down, it can be, you know, Lord, I know that you have created me for good. I know that you will never abandon me. I know that you have created me for light and life and for joy and goodness. So knowing his promises, knowing what he has to say helps us combat the lie that can mm -hmm. come into our hearts and into our minds. And if we have to write those things down, then do that. You know, we've all heard different scriptures. And I have a couple of these written down because I think, okay, do I really go back to this? And do I, do I, do I agree? Or do I agree with this? What God has promised me? Philippians 4, 19, God abundantly supplies all my needs. I mean, how often, if I actually said that to myself, if I actually had that written down on my calendar, what peace that would bring me throughout the day when I'm feeling like maybe I've dropped the ball on something or I'm chasing my tail today. Um, but God supplies all my needs. Like, And I think writing it down is amazing. But I also think the other thing that we do have to use our voice mm -hmm. and speak it out loud. Absolutely. You know, so well, I mean, write it down so I don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, write it down. Right. Step two, say it out loud. <laughs> because how often have we've been in a conversation too, and I'll maybe sharing something with you. And by the time I'm finished telling you, I'm like, I think I just needed to say that out loud. Right. I think I just needed to hear myself say it in order to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what happens too with God's truth mm -hmm. that helps us lead lives that are full of joy and goodness and contributing that joy and goodness into the world around us. It is to know his truth speak his truth. Mm -hmm. I just think that's really powerful. And we, and it's so simple mm -hmm. that we might just count that. Mm -hmm. Well, and how many times have we given life to other, you know, instead of using God's word, we'll give life to what we hear Satan saying in our own minds, like, yeah, 
you're tired. Go rest. Right. Go. <laughs> and sometimes God is saying that too. Don't get me wrong. But we know the times that we're, we're avoiding our responsibilities and, um, and, and it just doesn't make it any easier. Well, it doesn't bring us joy, honestly. It really, mm-hmm. to, to neglect the things that we need to be doing ultimately leads to more chaos mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. instead of just, okay, Lord, you will give me what I need in order to accomplish what needs to happen today. And put one foot in front of the other. It's one step, one task at a time. Mm-hmm. And that then takes us to into another direction just because we could literally talk on that because it's so important and it's so deep just knowing where the words begin. And and I do think when I have said things out loud or when I have said something that I regret saying, lately I've been wanting to move back into why would I have said that? And not in a way of condemnation against myself, but more in a growth. Like why, why would I have said that? I don't, I don't want to be that person who speaks negatively about someone or who is a complainer or all these different ways that my tongue is not tame. But what's in my heart? Where did that come from? Why is there unforgiveness there that leads me to say something negative about that person? Um, you know, when we put others down, is it to elevate ourselves? Are we feeling insecure and why? Mm-hmm. So paying attention to the words that we're putting out Mm -hmm. and do they bring life? Do others, when they are around us, do they walk away from us being like, gosh, that was a great conversation. I really enjoyed being with her. Or is it like a, oh my gosh, that poor little pitiful pearl. (laughs) (laughs) Not having coffee with her for another month. I had to regroup. (laughs) Um, But just to be very intentional about bringing life to others around mm-hmm. us. Be an input, not an output. Exactly. I was thinking drain, but yes, <laughs> exactly. And there are many ways that we could do that. Yeah. And you're also speaking, you know, looping back around to confession, you know, the more you go to confession, the more sensitive you become to your sins. And I think it's the same with taming our tongue. The more we work on taming our tongue, the more sensitive we are, which I think is what you're speaking to and, and, thinking to yourself, okay, I know I said it, my awareness is high, but where did that come from? And I I think that's another level of sensitivity to working on our tongue. Exactly. And Psalm 141.3 says, set a guard over my mouth, O Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. (laughs) (laughs) You said before we started this this podcast, send in the Calvary. <laughs> yeah, I might need a little bit more than others. I and think we all do. Well, we all do. some of us talk more than others. And <laughs> those of us who do that really need the Calvary because we have more opportunity to put things out there that uh, don't necessarily bring life. And a story that I heard years ago that I love, and I think women, I'm sorry to drag us into this, a put us in the category we are no more for our gossiping tongue. Mm-hmm. It's something that starts, I think, so early and it just becomes a habit. We mm-hmm. don't even really recognize we're doing it sometimes. But watching what we say about others and being intentional. When someone approaches you, I I, I was just getting ready to say in my family, this, <laughs> so sorry, family. But, <laughs> you know, if somebody would, 
we were at a big family gathering and someone was like, did you hear what? And I'm like, oh my gosh, don't say it, don't say it. I'm so nervous. They're like going to hear it. They're in the other room. Like, <laughs> we're not talking about this right now. But that's really how we can be in the world around us too. When others are like, did you hear? I mean, it's almost like we could right. put up a, a stop sign. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it, do I really, is this something that's going to. Do I really want to know this? <laughs> right. Is this yeah. edifying me or them mm-hmm. or just to pay attention to what we're saying. But in this story, a woman was confessing gossip and the priest said to her, okay, for your penance, I would like for you to take a down feather pillow up to the top of the, um, and this town was on a hill. And cut open the pillow and let the feathers fly. (laughs) Just let them fly all over. And that represents the words that you've spoken against these people. And now go and pick up all of those feathers that have flown all across the town and your sins will be forgiven. (laughs) I mean, she was mortified. She's like, I will never be able to pick up every feather out of that pillow that has just been cut open. And I mean, that's not what was, you know, he was using it as an example, of course, our sins are forgiven in in the sacrament, but think about our words. Mm -hmm. The consequence of our words. We say it to one person, but then where does it go? Right. And it never stops with the person we tell it to, no matter what we think. It just doesn't. Right. The only way to not spread something is to not share it. (laughs) I mean, that's the bottom line. Go to the throne. (laughs) And not the phone. And that's one of the favorite things you taught me, Katie. Love that. I don't know where you heard it, but, or if you made it up. I did not make it up. But go to the throne, not the phone. God wants to hear all that's in our heart. If someone has hurt you, of course, our our natural inclination is like, I'm so sad. This happened Mm -hmm. to me or that happened to me. And we want someone to... um, kind of share our pain, so to speak. And it's not that you can't share things, but be particularly aware of the difference between sharing is something in your heart mm-hmm. and gossiping mm-hmm. and, or telling a negative story about somebody else. I think that's a good way to tame our tongue. So to stop the gossip before it happens, to pay attention to what you're saying about others, is it building them up or tearing them down? Mm-hmm. And what kind of woman do you really want to be? Do you want to be that woman who straightens another woman's crown, who mm-hmm. builds her up and just lets her know just how wonderful she is? Or mm-hmm. do you want to be that one who's tipping somebody else's crown over? Right. And, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and think of all the things that, oh, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have said this now and that. And it's not even a source of condemnation. This is not um, a call for that. What it is a call for is awareness, um, intentionality, and kind of kindness, <laughs> you know, just like be kind. If if I wouldn't want someone saying that about me, then I'm not going to say that about them. And to loop back to the beginning, how we speak about ourselves, it's how we allow others to speak about us mm-hmm. as well. Well, you're always, if I say something bad about myself, you say, don't say that about my friend. That's right. Don't and I love that, that because mm-hmm. you are a beautiful, kind, loving person. And that's something that you need to have in your brain. All of us. Oh, I'm saying it I was to you. Say, back you say, at you. Yeah, you say <laughs> it to me. And that's the joy of these spiritual friendships that we build each other up, that we create goodness, that, and that we can share with each other. You know, if, if I am saying something, you can you can lovingly say to me, you know, Chris, you probably are going to regret that later. Or maybe we could try not to. Those are the encouragements that we want to give each other as friends to. Mm-hmm 
want the best for each other, to build each other up and to hope that we are growing each day and that we are becoming, you know, it's overused, but I do love it, becoming the best version of ourselves. And it takes a journey and it takes the willingness to do the work, to look inside and to say, Lord, I know that you love me. I know that I am your beautiful, beloved daughter. Help me to live that and help me to shine that out in the world. Let me be light let me use my gifts to bring goodness into the world. So I love that. Let, let's speak a truth to, to end this, Katie. Something like you were talking about a prayer of agreement. Yes. Yeah, so we, I, I was attending a class and one of, the, one of the activities that we did was to share a prayer request with another person and then pray in agreement that, yes, you know, like I want that for you too. Because really God, God's will is that he he wants us to live the desires of our heart and and that we pray that those line up with his will. And so when two or more pray, God is there. And so when you're praying with someone, it just really struck me that this idea of praying in agreement um, for that intention was very powerful in front of God. And it really, like you said before, it, it's a little, it's an act of faith that we both believe that God will do this in your life. And little amen, so be it, as you said. I love that. And amen really means I believe. Mm -hmm. So when we receive the Eucharist, amen, body of Christ, amen, I believe. So at the end of our prayer, amen, which really means I believe, Lord. I believe you hear me. I believe you want what is best for me. I believe that you will provide all the grace that I need to be the woman that you created me to be. Amen. Well, let's end with one of our favorite prayers, the St. Michael prayer. All right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Chris. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org to join our free AYF circle, where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.